a biochemist, Michael Morbius, tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease. But when his the, his experiment goes wrong, he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampire. If you're joining us for the first time, this is the N-Word for Nerd podcast. We are focused exclusively on blurred content. And if you don't want to know what a blurred is, that's me, a black nerd. Blurred. See how easy that is? It's great. All right. We have a very cool show for you today. We are going to be reviewing Morbius. Wow. My one sentence review for this is, Sony, please stop. Think of the children and stop. Uh, this sentence is a lot more exciting than the movie. It's 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 terrible. <laughs> let's get let's get into it. Um, so uh, this movie probably would have been better, you know, if this came out in like the '90s when we didn't really give a shit about uh, you know, superhero movies as much, um, because no one, and me including, as a super huge you know comic book superhero nerd, cares about Morbius. I do not give a shit about this character whatsoever. And it seems it's just a cynical class grab from Sony. We're trying to make movies off of the Spider-Man universe without actually having Spider-Man in it to just so they can, you know, pad their pockets a little bit more rather than, you know, I don't know, making good content. This movie is the bottom of the barrel. It is. It's it's the, let's let's start off with some of the things that are good about it. OK, uh, Jared Harris, he's in it. He's always really good at stuff. I don't know why he, I guess he's broke because <laughs> I don't know why he chose to do this movie, but uh, he's always uh, a solid figure to watch. Uh, Matthew Smith as uh, Milo is, uh, he is a pretty good uh, villain. He is a lot better in this than uh, Woody Harrelson is as Carnage in the Carnage video. He's a lot more menacing, a lot more, he looks, at least he seems to be the only person that's having fun in this whole entire movie. The rest of this movie is just dreck. It's it's terrible. Um, some of the things that I, I I did not really like here. Um, firstly, it, you could kind of go by the nitpicky things of like science. You know, vampire bants aren't really all that dangerous to people uh, or anything that matter. They don't kill. They're not apex predators. They don't kill stuff. They're barely nuance, uh, new uh, nuisances to the things that they do feed off of. So, you know, when you're going to spice your DNA with vampire bats, you're not going to become this super killer, you know, awesome creature. You're going to become this, like, pretty anemic, you know, flying rat. Um, and, you know, you can nitpick the, the the way that he has sometimes ability to fly and sometimes he doesn't. Like, bats are active flyers. So if he's getting bat powers, he should be able to, like, fly on his own, I guess, or not turn into shadows. I don't know where any of these things come from, but that's just usually superhero bullshit. And you can kind of. Uh, you know, hand wash yourself of that because it's just, it's bullshit. But there is not really a, a, a story here um, that uh, basically that Michael Morbius didn't do to himself. Um, you you start off with these two, uh, I guess they're orphans. I guess one of them not orphans uh, in this hospital in Greece, even though neither of them are Greek. I don't know why they chose Greece to be the hospital they live in, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Um, the Matthew Smith character and the Jerry Leto character know each other because they both are suffering from the same blood disease. And Matthew Smith's character moves into this hospital in Greece. And immediately, uh, uh, Morbius just does, decides to call him by the name of the other dead kids that have gone through that, that uh, particular hospital and names him Milo. And every single human being decides to call this child, whose name is not Milo, 
Milo. And it's supposed to be this enduring, you know, nickname, but like, no, it's the nickname of the dead kids that he's given the dead kids that's passed through this hospital. And it's kind of sad and morbid and, and I hate it. And uh, it doesn't make sense why they thought this was a good idea to include this in the movie. Um, then uh, Michael Morris goes on to become a world famous scientist. Uh, and uh, with Milo, <laughs> The character of Milo, you know, bankrolling his research into trying to cure their blood disease. Um, he helps children and does research at the same time, which is pretty impressive for a doctor. But he's doing illegal experiments. And he finally has an experiment he can do, but he needs to do it, you know, off the books and, uh, you know, off, you know, U.S. soil. So they hire a boat and he does the experiment on himself. But then he kills, like, most of the people on the boat. And it's like, ugh. It's like uh, these people, they're mercenaries and like one mercenary seems to be a dick, but still he does not deserve to die kind of dickish. And like he slaughters them all. And I don't know why they had guns or in the first place or why they were there in the first place, other than for the plot said that they need to be mercenaries there. And then like the rest of the uh, cops and things just decide that this is OK for this to happen. It's like, oh, we don't really care about a whole bunch of mercenaries dying on this boat. It's just this. It's just the way things are. They're scumbags. It's like no, these people were like there because you wanted them to be there. Like they were hired by your friend to protect you, and you killed them all. And then, and that doesn't make any damn sense. And you're supposed to be the hero of this piece. I'm like, uh, this is this is not the way to start your movie off. And then there's some more bullshit. Um, they have um Tyrese and and Al Madrigal are these cops who are trying to investigate these murders that are happening in new york city and they are just like the blandest two most boringest two most ineffectual cops and in, in i mean like other than real life cops obviously no offense i'm sorry uh, this is just me being a black guy but they you know usually when you have tyrese in a movie he is uh the the comic relief he is you know a very boisterous person he is He's very definitely even if you don't like his acting because he doesn't really act he just goes there and says you know stereotypical lines you know, he at least brings some some levity to it. And Alan Madrigal is a comedian. And yet, they're, they're just there. They're just, uh, you know, just straight cops. Like, like both of them are playing the straight man in this. And there's not, they're not playing off each other. And they're not adding any sort of, uh, like, jokes or any sort of levity to, this, to the proceedings. They're just literally just being cops. And they're being bad cops. Because when the murders happen on the boat and uh, Morbius jumps off the boat, not you know not being there they just uh, automatically assume that michael morbius this famous nobel prize winning winning uh person with disabilities is the murderer <laughs> they just automatically assume it like from jump that like, he is the bad guy and they're just like oh yeah he's definitely the bad guy. especially when milo i don't think this is a spoiler alert because this is about the movie when milo starts you know becoming the villain of the piece and more on that later and starts committing murders. They're just like, oh yeah, it's definitely Michael Morbius. He's the only person who's doing, who's doing this. Even though there is only evidence they ever have of him actually being on the boat. It's this one tiny origami thing. And his best friend slash doctor assistant is also on that, was found on that boat unconscious. So it was like, yeah, he was definitely here. It's like, no, I don't know how you could you conclude that uh, other than that someone radioed in but it could have been anybody that radioed in, you know, before they died. You don't know. That's called investigating things. But I guess the most egregious part about this is the fact that uh, the primary antagonist, which is played by Milo, whose name is not Milo, it's Lucian, 
but they call him Milo for no goddamn good reason, just becomes a bad guy. Like, for no reason whatsoever. He gets, you know, uh, Morbius injects himself with the virus or the, the, the uh, serum that turns into a vampire, and then you know, uh, Milo being his, his benefactor comes and sees him suffering because he's trying not to drink blood. He's locked himself in this room and he's dying and he writes in his own blood on the window of the, of the room. He needs blood and, and Milo gets in the blood and he drinks it and he's like, yo, when can I get with this? This looks great. This looks awesome. Like I wanted to be a part of this because I don't want to die, which is a, a good, you know, thought. I mean, I don't want to die either, but like you see your friend here, like literally like a monster on the ground you're like yes i want to be a part of this this seems fun but they like he's like yo you don't want to do this it's like we can work this out a little bit longer you know this is not the cure that i promised you blah 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 blah. he's like okay cool whatever and he does it anyway and then because he does it anyway he's like yeah i'm a bad guy now i'm just gonna murder random people kill them there's no reason i was never shown to be a bad person in the first place uh there's one scene in the beginning of the movie where as a small child uh, who with disabilities, he goes to try to uh, get a letter that has flown out the window from some local Greek street toughs, and uh, the street tough starts picking on him. And he, in a in a moment of rage, he hits one of the street toughs with his with his his cane and and hits him and knocks him out. And then uh, Doctor Jared Harris comes in and runs all the other kids, and he's like still mad, and he hits the, the poor knocked out kid a couple more times. But that's not really like any indication that he's going to be a psychopath later. It's just like, like that's an understandable situation. Like, yo, give me my letter back. No, we're going to beat you up. Ah, I'm mad. And he hits him. And there's no other indication that he's going to be a crazy person later on. And uh, it is, it is um, completely ridiculous. Like this whole thing is just like the two of them, like just fighting and killing people. And like, he's not being a superhero at all. And it's just, it's all a bunch of dumb bullshit. And I hated it every single second of it. And I'm going to go into spoilers here, so if you don't want to be spoiled, I mean, I spoiled most of this already, but there are really cool after-credit scenes that, because core superhero movies need after-credit scenes, whether they make sense to the story or not. But if you don't want to be spoiled this, I will give you uh, the next few seconds to fuck off and, you know, do something else in five, four, three, two, one. So there's after credit scenes where they uh, bring in, and it's it's absolutely has nothing to do with the plot. It makes no sense whatsoever to the story, to the universe, to anything. Uh, all of a sudden, Adrian Toomes from the original from the Spider-Man uh, Homecoming uh, is sucked into the universe of 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 Morbius, right? And they're like, "Oh, this guy isn't a bad guy. We don't know why he's here, so we're gonna let him let him out of prison." And um, and then. Uh, after that, Agent Team somehow has his complete vulture get up, even though he's in this new universe that has none of the same technology as the last universe that he's actually from. And he flies out to Morbius and is like, you know what? We should team up because I bet this guy Spider-Man has some of the reason why I'm doing it here. And Morbius is like, yeah. What? It doesn't make any sense. Morbius has no idea who Spider-Man is. He doesn't, nothing that Morbius has gone through was because of Spider-Man. And, 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 and he has no reason to even care why Adrian Toomes is here or what he needs to do or what, whatever. And yet he's like, yeah, this sounds like a great idea because we need to set up sequels. Um, we need to set up the Synergist 6 for whatever reason, even though um, 
this is not going to be good because Sony needs to stop doing this. Like they need to not try to do the Avengers with with Spider-Man villains. You know the, I mean, yeah, they are the second best group of villains next to Batman. But I don't want to just see a fucking. I mean, I probably would see a movie about just the Penguin. I think that'd be pretty cool. But that's because you know, Batman villains have shades of gray to them and like you know layers. Whereas this is just like, this is like a thirteen-year-old you know, fever dream of what Morbius should be about. And it's it's pretty damn terrible. That's the don't get me wrong, you 13 year olds out there might enjoy this. You know, you might think this is the greatest movie ever. I don't know. I mean maybe if you have severe, severe, you know, brain trauma, you might like this. Maybe not. I'm sorry, I'm trying not to be ableist, but I made that joke anyway. But this this is just not it. This is like they need to stop doing this. Venom both the Venoms are lackluster. This is lack. This is beyond lackluster. The reason we care for these characters is because they're adjacent to Spider-Man and seeing them, you know, come in conflict with Spider-Man. And if you're not going to have the reason why these characters even exist in the movie, then you don't need to make the movie at all. You know, it, it's it's. I don't want movies like this. This is not anything that I mean. Maybe there's people out there who's like, "Yes, give me all the villains," and I don't want to see you know another Spider-Man movie ever again. And they can just deal with and like this you know mediocre dreck that we're getting, and that's fine, I guess. But like for me, as a fan of comic books, as a fan of superheroes, as a person that you know, you have a built-in audience because you know you you have the ability to create these this content. I, like the next time they 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 uh, they release one of these movies, I don't want to see it. And the only reason I saw this one is because I'm doing this right here, talking to you guys. So, uh, if the only I can get the way, uh, there's a way for me to see these movies for free. That'd be great. Because <laughs> I I wasted my money on this, and I don't want you to waste your money on this either. So my final rating for this is a one out of five. Um, avoid it as possible. It's not even worth watching it when it comes on streaming. It's it's just not worth it because there's nothing here. It does not add to the lore of the Spider-Man Spider Universe without Spider-Man. It doesn't add to anything. It's not good because at least if it was good, it could stand on its own and just be like there. But it's not good. So yeah, just completely skip this movie. It's it's not worth your time, your energy, your effort, or your money. So yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you for today. It's that sort sweet, just like my penis. Just a little bit of content for you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so very much for letting me ramble on and on and on and on and on and on uh, today. Uh, I appreciate your your person your patronage, and I'll you know, please. This is my final words. Be kind, be considerate, and tip your servers and bartenders at least twenty percent, if not more, if you can afford it. So thank you guys once again, and I hope you have a wonderful day.